did you watch this movie called uh, Palm Springs? Yes, I saw that movie. <laughs> it's nice, man. I liked it. It's like a it's a rom-com, but it's a very different kind. Of, yeah. Very different kind. Yeah. I I didn't expect it. It was like a total twist at the very start when that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like the the essence of a rom-com was still in it. You know, like girl yeah. meets guy meets girl, and then they first hate each other, then they love each other, then they fight. and then they don't talk and then they get back together and then everything is happy like that that core is still there but like the whole like uh, setup itself is different it is nice yeah it was it was damn good where is it it's on hulu so you will have to um, watch it through other means you know it has that it's, it's kind of forgot his name i mean i don't know his name andy samberg it has andy samberg and the uh, the mother from how i met your mother they are the lead and there are some other famous and that guy man, that that uh that he's the one famous chap na the bald guy yeah yeah i forgot his name you know for he's uh, he's in replash he was amazing in replash oh yeah shit what is his name who in replash simon simon jk simon jk simons jk simons the teacher mm, the teacher he was a mean guy bro in that movie. In replash oh yeah, yeah. shit no <laughs> He's like that. Okay. Oh, uh, like I have a feeling Mourinho is exactly like that. <laughs> hey, no, bro. Mourinho is nothing like this guy. Mourinho, no, like, no, ah, no, fuck no. you. On, on, on the press, in the press. Not, not physically so abusive. Much. Not physically abusive. Okay, in press. But let's talk. Let's talk. But then it's just like that. He gets, he gives that vibe, bro. He'll break down the player, and once the player admits he's shit, no, only then he'll like transform him into some great player. <laughs> I think Don't that. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I think that uh, Sir Alex Ferguson was like that, bro. He gave off that vibe to me. Like, if you know, if you cross him, then he'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Kind of uh, like exactly the way you said. But now this is some change. I think maybe in the past Mourinho was like that. Like, if you fuck with him, you don't listen to him, then he'll destroy you. But but that but that kind like, of teaching is so fucking old school, bro. Like that kind of teaching yeah. prevailed almost everywhere. In that yeah. in that old school era, now and all, if you do that, these kids will fucking go and slap the teacher. <laughs> slap I the know. Teacher. That's what the that's why players have all the power now. No, Alex yeah. Ferguson is the last guy to have all that power. Mourinho for like maybe in the two thousands, and uh, yeah, since the new generation of uh, footballers have come in, they're like balls. Oh, but if it works, no, it works like like a charm. Oh, like you, it light on fire up under that guy's ass. but most of the time it won't work because you like you'll mm-hmm. just like chip away at whatever self esteem is remaining maybe Jake not as like extreme that. okay maybe not like that extreme and all but i can i can kind of see mourinho being that yeah you can so, you can see that he's a mean guy right like yeah. i mean like he can be a mean guy if he wants to be he's not the kind who would encourage you and all he'd be like <laughs> he wants it done shit and then the way <laughs> his way of encouraging is like demeaning that person yeah ஒரு 
So for Leeds, okay, they recorded it yeah. before they get promoted. Like this season, they'll obviously get promoted. And then yeah. uh, City, they recorded it before they did, their quarter-winning season. They did one for Leeds also. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, but yes. not all or nothing. It oh. was Take Us Home. Okay, the name okay. is called Take Us Home, okay. So okay. they did Leeds the last season when they didn't get promoted. This season, they get promoted. Man City, they did 2017-18. Uh, 18-19, oh. they won quadruple. Like domestic quadruple. So oh, that's like that's okay. like uh, that's like foreshadowing. So Spurs uh, oh. so, <laughs> that recorded this season when Pakal is happy. Next season we'll be winning some trophies. We'll be in the pentum pull, you know, like the we've been fighting. The, the Barcelona, the Barcelona super six super tuple, trophy sex collection. Sextuple. Sextuple. It's coming, bro. It's coming. If you're fucked up, we'll win sextuple. Yeah. Domestic wow. trophies there are four. One European trophy. Ah, the sixth one will be the Club World Cup. Club World Cup. It's coming. And home. Super Cup also. We can win seven. Yeah. Super oh. Cup. Seven couple we can win. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Barcelona. Who? <laughs> and then add some Audi Cup and something. We'll call it Octopole or something. You know, like nobody can catch it. Uh. If that already cup, bro, like so many, every year we win that one consistently and full season we win nothing, bro. That oh, cup we all, is cut, you're bro. forgetting one more cup, we win that Kitchi cup, cup also. Kitchi cup. <laughs> Janssen's cup, bro. Kitchi cup. <laughs> oh, he celebrated that thing. The players are looking at him like, what the? <laughs> Too much. He was so happy, bro. Like. Bro, even Lucas Moura, bro, he got full emotion when he won Audi Cup. He's like, pointed to the stars and he's like, oh my god, God has blessed me. The fucking Audi Cup. You know, I was reading about this PH, I don't know how to pronounce his surname. But P-H, that guy has won a lot of... Hoilbeer. okay. So he has won a lot of trophies at Bayern also, you know? I'm like, he's a huge player. Hey, you didn't know... Oh, he was one man, like one insane uh, talent in Bayern. Guardiola was hyping him up like crazy. I just feel I we saw him against uh, us. No, did I see him yeah. against? Did we play Southampton? Southampton some three four times last time. Yeah, so uh, we lost up, one, would one draw and oh, then yeah. one replay also. We drew, we drew. Oh yeah, yeah. Four times we have played them this season. He's that deep lying. He's the guy who can sit back, bro. Like one more. Oh, um, for See, Dyer will play in defense. So we need a yeah. defensive midfielder now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We need one defensive Yeah, we need midfielder. a defensive midfielder for sure. Bro, we've been needing one defensive midfielder for a long time. Ever since Vanyama, like his knees got yeah. No, and we've needed one. Yeah. Bro, we have five central midfielders, you know. Loselso, <sighs> Vendombele, Jetson, Wings, Sissoko. Skip also, if you consider. Skip, Skip is a DM, but. He is one actual D- uh, defensive midfielder who never goes for anything like a DM. I mean, so lightweight. If he was a bit bulky. Yeah, yeah, like he, Harry Wings also became a little bigger, right? He's like, a, he's, like, he's probably like a Wings with more commitment, maybe. But actually, Wings uh-huh, has yeah. a lot of commitment, maybe more aggressive. Yeah. And uh, he can pass really well. Like, he has that front pass, right? I've seen him do that. He breaks a play also pretty well. Yeah, whatever cameos he has done, he's been pretty good. But then, I don't know, like, we can judge him off just that. Maybe Bro, whatever, we need minutes. to loan these guys out. We all, yeah. like, they need regular game time. Even though they're practicing with Kay and Son and all, all these world-class players, they still yeah. need regular game time. They need to be loaned out. Skip, Tanganga, 
Like I want Tanganga to get get to get loaned out for sure if he you know if we have a place for him in the future. He yeah. won't get regular game time with Toby, Davinson Sanchez, Dyer, and then if he signed that Kim Min Jae, then <laughs> then so, so fight. Fight. Oh, fight. I forgot about that guy. That's so <laughs> much hope for fight. His yeah, man. Highlights are lit. You know what composure he has on the ball. Huh? He'll beat everyone. Like he's like an endowment from the uh, CV. Not like back, as huh? good, okay. But still, yeah. he used to beat everyone like for fun, and then bring the ball out of the back. But that yeah. that one injury, you know, which happened in preseason, where he cut his like he cut his holiday short. He came mm. just for like because Pochettino was like, "I'm going to give you a main role this time," mm-hmm. and he got injured. That was damn sad. He even scored for us at Palace. I remember. Mm. He's also not that big, not a huge yeah. guy. He's a pretty skinny guy. He's technically mm. good. Mm. He yeah, 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 blinder sure. against West Ham. Remember, yeah. he kept on blocking Arnott, which is short. Mm. Uh, he's had his moments. That's why we uh, like at least thought that he was decent enough to like play, right? Like, he's not Kirikesh. Yeah, if they're not getting game time, they need to be going out on loan, bro. That's so yeah. simple. Especially young talents like that. We fucked up KWP. We should have been sending out. Say we should have sent him out on loan like two, three years ago. Instead, right. we're sending him out on loan now. Under seventeen, England winning team also he was there. He won the World Cup, right, with Foden and Sancho. I don't, know, sure. I don't know. I know Foden uh, won. I think Foden was captain also. Brewster was there. Rihan Brewster. He was the one scoring all the goals. From our side, there was one player. I think it was KWP. But what? I mean, he needed. Wait, this is the under seventeen World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we had that Tashan Oakley booth. Ah, That's who we Oakley had. Booth. Yeah. Not KWP. This happen in India, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's one of people. He is a DM, right? Uh, I have no But I know he's a midfielder. He wants CM, DM, maybe. I don't know a specific position. We saw this Harvey White or somebody on our bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's supposedly an excellent free kick taker. He's like very oh. technical in nature. He doesn't have the stature. Okay, he's like damn. He's like Vinks's uh, physique. But uh, he's very—he's a very good passer and a very very good set piece taker. He's mainly a left back and a CM. Left back. Left back. We have one. CM. Sirkin. Kirkin. How do you say his name, bro? Dennis Chirkin. Chirkin. No? I think it's oh. Chirkin, bro. No yeah, idea. Chirkin something. Or no. Let's call him Dennis. So. He's a DM, right? No, he's a left back. Left back. Oh, left back. Who has hyped him up so much? I don't know, Mo Mourinho. Yeah, I hope he's fast, bro. Like some pace. He was asked on question why Sasanian was left out. He's like, yeah. I was hoping you could ask me about circuit, circuit, circuit instead. He's a very good upcoming left back. It's like full giving hype. He was only like us. So Sasanian is probably going to be loaned out. Imagine we loan out Jetson, bro. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh, he's on low. <laughs> yeah, we'll get him. Bro, if you can't play this season, loan him out for the second season. Then we will do that to save money possible. <laughs> <laughs> this will be like mad, bro. It is like... we wondering. It is like you rent oh. a home and uh, keep an Airbnb there, you know? Yeah, so welcome back, everybody. It's been a while. And Tottenham have played. Uh, it's been a while. It's like it's been like a, two weeks, and Tottenham have played five games. So uh, let's uh, blaze through all of them. First, we'll start off with the epic match against uh, Sheffield. Pratik, do you remember that game? I find it very hard to forget. 
how should we win that match i remember that game because it was terrible uh mukund what was so terrible about it bro i i honestly don't know what happened bro it's like <laughs> i was on a massive high okay after that west ham performance <laughs> and then that and then that sheffield game happened and i don't know what happened in the game like how we fell apart and you know for two of those goals like even though i don't want to admit this at all okay because he's like on avon soft spot for him but dyer was at fault for like two of those goals because he had he wasn't tracking his man only that uh, second goal uh, that lees muset scored no he was yeah, right I... behind him and he didn't even see that he was right behind him and like yeah. after the ball is gone past him he's just like looking at the ball going to muset's <laughs> leg and he scored off Yeah, man. They were just watching the Sheffield team play football. You know, it was damn bad, uh, unusual. It was disappointing. That was one fucked uh, up result. Unexpected uh, result, you can to say the least. Like Sheffield, Sheffield were like shit. Okay, till they played against us, and in that yeah. match, we let them just turn it on. They were all back fighting for the badge or whatever the fuck. And uh, it had to be only us where they turned their fortunes around. Now they're playing like mad. Yeah, I know. They started because they played us. Yeah, they played us. We let them like score one easy goal, and uh, the oh yeah, the scandal of that match, bro. How? What is that VAR, bro? You forgot? Uh, We should have been one one. Mura, Mura game. The handball. Mura. God. That was. Do you remember the handball? Horrible. Remember the handball? I, I, I. I don't think that should have been given. I think there's something wrong with the rules. I I guess what was told was that the refs or the fourth referee just followed the rules as laid down. But that's mm-hmm. no way. I mean there's something fundamentally unfair about calling it a handball. And who knows if you know we had got that goal immediately after mm-hmm. they had got theirs, maybe the momentum of the match would have been different, you know. Yeah. But we were bad. We were, you know, yeah. that Sheffield match we were bad. I know Sheffield beat Chelsea also 3-0 later but we were bad in that Sheffield match we were so bad I mean the only match we could could be even worse than that was the Bournemouth match which is later but uh, you know I'm I'm curious and I have a question to ask Mukund I mean Mukund why do you have a soft spot for Dyer <laughs> uh, I knew it was coming tell Mukund uh how do i explain this i actually thought i actually <laughs> wax lyrical about dyer in our last podcast but basically i just think he has all the characteristics required for a cb along with the passion commitment and the work rate that is required for a cb that according to me dyer is what you would look at and say okay he's a mourinho kind of player it's just that mm-hmm. his positioning on the day was was below par you could say okay maybe not below par i'm just being too nice okay because i like him but dyer has the potential in him to be a very very good cb so and plus uh, when i i mean uh what was it as well on moris uh, when i started supporting spurs it was like 2013 i think that hp season okay that season mm-hmm. was utter shit The first season where I, you know, where I actually had some kind of hope was that 2014-15 season, and I think West Ham, more Pochettino's first game in charge, you no, know, Dyer scored that winner, and I, and ever since then I've always had that soft spot for him. Plus he's he's been like a mass mad midfield anchor along with Musa Dembele, so it's more of a it's more more of nostalgia as well. 
But I still think he's only 26. He can still improve. He, he has the potential to become world-class. But let's see if that actually happens. You know, even uh, Mukund has had got me convinced. And even I understand his perspective. And I even I think he's he's possibly a potentially potential center back, probably not world class, but definitely a level below. The only thing, only one major problem with Dyer has been that he has been played throughout uh, different positions. You know, right back, center back, defensive midfielder, different positions. He has never been able to you know become an expert. So that is one hindrance I feel to him becoming a CB. If Mourinho Mourinho can make him you know a a, a CB, you know like. Play him, play according, play that position, and fix out his errors. He has potential here because he's still twenty six. He's not like thirty or something. He still has some years, like a lot of years. Uh, only thing is that he's in the last year of his contract. He wants hundred k a week, it seems. <laughs> one twenty. And one twenty k a week, and uh, it's up to uh, <laughs> if Mourinho loves him enough, then he'll probably get it. Well, he, he yeah. can speak Portuguese, so that's one thing going for him. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh. Yeah, but but yeah. you know, I would any day go with a with a better with a better. Uh, I mean, I mean, there are many other centre backs in the Premier League in uh, lesser teams. Logically, we should be looking at poaching them. Uh, you know, you look at Burnley, you look at uh, Sheffield, uh, very organised defences, Wolves for that matter. Uh, there are there is talent out there that uh, and and English talent. That we can we can maybe uh, you know kind of get for ourselves at a rate lower than what uh, Dyer is kind of asking for, and uh, uh, I I uh, love you Mukund for saying that you are nostalgic about the player. I think a big part of all of us being Spurs fans is that we are nostalgic and we are loyal and and you know uh, we are sentimental about some of the players we have identified with. But if I look at it uh, in a very, you know, logical way rather than the emotional way, uh, I do think we can do better than a makeshift uh, centre back. Uh, so, on going for Dyer, on the other hand, is the fact that, you know, he is versatile. He has, uh, you know, uh, tried himself out in different positions, and he is a leader. He is definitely a leader on the field. Uh, he has a personality. Uh, he's a talker. Uh, he may have the ability to organize a defense. So I agree with you. Maybe it's a good one to you know look for potential, but I don't think he is the number one solution for our center back. I think he would be a very good squad defender, but you know uh, if we want to be competitive and we want our defense to become better than what it is. Uh, we will ultimately need uh, defenders of the, you know, of the of the caliber of uh, Kulebali or Virgil Van Dyke or maybe one step lesser, Rupa Meccano. You know, defenders like that who are known to be defenders, leaders, and who can kind of cement the defense around them, like Toby Toby did for us, Toby and Jan, right? Or Ledley King in the past. So we need that. Uh, Dyer can be a very good squad player a very good squad defender but he cannot be the lead defender for us i think one defender that we can like if he leaves if we decide to sell him in the summer one guy we should be looking at is that lewis dunk from brighton 
think yep. uh, what do you think mukund like don't you think like he is everything that dyer should be and, and don't you think he's like a morinho player like lewis dunk he'll stay back he can read the game well he can clear it out like anything he's like 63 he's big he's strong he's fa- no, not fast but he's, yeah. he's 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 not fast but he's also left sided i think yeah he's a lefty yeah. and he's 65 yeah. by the way and he's a massive ah, player I, i just did his uh, cal- calculation I mean, like I just searched on Google, like his height. Anyway, doesn't matter. But he's a tall motherfucker. Yeah. So, um, so I think like imagine him and Alvaro playing together. Like, and Lewis Dunk is only twenty-eight. So, think, yeah, that's his prime. So twenty-eight and all, they'd be playing damn well. Yeah, I wouldn't mind someone like Lewis Dunk. However, um, you know the the team that we require. No, I mean the centre backs that we require. We expect them to have. decent ball skills you wouldn't associate ball mm. skills with lewis dunk he's that hard hitting hard tackling kind of defender the moment he gets the ball he'll clear it he'll tackle immediately yeah, yeah, he yeah. won't look to play out from the back he won't look to play passes yeah. i think he'll, the the one obvious pass he could make is probably back to the keeper but he won't pass it to his other outfield players so um but in terms of just defensive capabilities right the lewis dunk is extremely good i wouldn't mind him at all Like imagine him and Alderweireld playing together. Alderweireld can go forward and make all those crosses. Even Sanchez can like to a certain extent like play again alongside him. Like if we have an like an anchor in defense, right? It'll be nice. I think I think like I think that's the kind of system that Mourinho wants to play, where he has one centre back at the back, and like, technically three of them come and like become like Davies, Alderweireld, and whoever's playing next to him become like three centre backs. But then I don't know. it depends on a game to game basis i think i think like that is one thing like we need to talk about right in uh, the Bo- sheffield game we were shit probably i think it was because um, that bullshit var decision was a-, a joke and those guys thought it was completely unfair and their heads dropped so they were just like screw this game screw this uh, team screw everybody and they just let it go they just kind of they they didn't turn up after i think till that moment they were playing decent only like uh, as far as i remember they were they were i think yeah. i think you are right they they put their heads i mean they let their heads drop and 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 they let the game drift away after that they kind of lost it uh, yeah, i i actually think that's what happened because they uh, sheffield scored the goal against the run of play we were actually playing better than them till that point uh, but but i think that also says something about the character of the team right how can you let your heads drop so fast yeah. i mean these are all internationals they have played in the ucl final they have played europe they have uh, you know they are they are expensive players they are used to playing in big games uh, you can't uh, just uh, let a match drop and drift away uh, like that so easily and and what does it tell about uh, you know morino as well he's famous for firing up the dressing room and all of that so so i i think you are right because that's actually what happened uh and and of course dyer's uh, errors just compounded it but i also think that it 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 says something about mental fragility and uh, mm. uh you know that's something that we will have to sort out otherwise it's not going to help us yeah i mean i think the... it did get sorted out in the upcoming fixtures right He yeah, not the very next pass. one not the very not, next okay, one burn, which was bournemouth uh, no the next one was everton right hmm. we won 1-0 somehow yeah. <laughs> that was also one one flu that should have been a 0-0 if it wasn't for the deflection 
Los uh, Elso, yeah. So that, that that was a deflection from the corner, is it? Or no, yeah, something no, no. happened. And then Los Elso got the ball in the middle of the box. He tried to finesse like to the left corner. It hit the defender. Uh, I forgot who. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, he was from Burnley. Yeah. I forgot his name. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was he was powering a shot that was going wide off. Yeah, and the, exactly. And the defenders of the chest of the defender or something, it went yeah. to the uh, opposite corner of the goal. Uh, and yeah. Then, yeah, got you. We simply won that game because Everton was just worse than us in that match. Yes, and, I agree. And yeah, it was it was completely. I don't even remember anything in from that match other than that goal, like that one chance. Oh, oh the the fight. <laughs> oh, can I forget? Oh yeah. Sun versus Sun versus Loris. Loris is like. Oh, oh yes, so that was the oh, match. It happened. Yeah. Huh? Uh, they yeah, yeah, half yeah. time just before half time. So Charleston got a shot off, uh, yeah. and uh, Sun wasn't marking, and Sun was still in dreamland only. Then Laurie psyched on him, and then Sun was like, "What? What?" But you <laughs> know that that got my respect up for Loris. I mean, here is a captain yeah. who clearly felt for for the team's results, right? He felt yeah, that yeah. there should be more pride, more effort, and and he and you know, Son is a star. He, I, I mean, he was not afraid to kind of. Uh, passed the hard message onto onto Son, and he was wearing his passion on his sleeve. That's the kind of mentality you you want in a in a player, right? So, yeah. you know, hats off to Monsieur Loris on that. I, I, I think actually, my respect went up. He's him. been superb, right? Since now that I've said that, he's going to screw up against uh, Leicester. Okay? <laughs> no, don't 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 say that. <laughs> Never mind. Let's not talk about Loris. Loris, good job. Um, but yeah, I've seen him doing the similar kind of thing at Marseille as well. He came from Marseille, right? Who? Loris? Leon. Leon. Leon, yeah. At Leon dressing room. I saw this uh, video somebody had taken. Like, they were playing horribly in the first half or something. And as the players are walking into the dress- dressing room, he's screaming at them. It's like walking them in. He's just screaming in French at them. And he shuts the door behind him. He's like, okay, so this is the kind of captain he is. Have you seen that video? No. No, I haven't, oh, you haven't watched that. You should watch but, that. But the, but the good part is that at the end they kind of uh, hugged yeah, and yeah. cuddled and made up. So clearly, no long term problems there, which yeah. is great. I mean, Son that is a super scene, team team player also. No, but that scene, like for the cameras, you know, I mean, I, yeah. I, I mean, it looked initially really it was for the cameras, but then after they won, right? After they actually got through the game, somehow saw it out 1 0. When was the last time you remember Tottenham Hotspur winning a game, you know, grinding out a result 1 0? Like, I don't I mean, know. With, with, with Mourinho, we can expect a lot of that. And that's yeah. something that I want. I, I want yeah. us to know how to, how to grind the game. So it was, it was good. That was, that's a good thing. Uh, I, I think that, that Laurie's thing at least showed that, the, that at least one player, the captain, uh, you know, wanted more from the team. And that's a very important thing. Because if the team is drifting or in mediocrity, you need some players to say, hey, guys, wake up and let's put in a little bit of pride let's put in a little bit of effort and i think that i i think that was that was actually good from that perspective right but ironic mm-hmm. i mean how how some of these guys have fallen you know and ancelotti and Mourinho uh, presiding over a game where both are mid tablers and, and <laughs> play, play, playing pretty lousy stuff right there would have yeah. been a time when they would have been going head to head in major uh, Major silverware challenge, yeah, yeah. 
yeah it's like how the mighty have fallen I mean, they're doing rebuilding jobs basically i think mourinho has been brought in to win because uh, chairman thinks that our club i mean yeah, the yeah, squad yeah, is good enough absolutely so i mean which i agree with I, i think it's just like a mental thing for these guys that they're just not they're not they're not uh, they've lost their motivation to win the cup so <laughs> hopefully mourinho can get it back any cup bro <laughs> that <they're... laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are, we are saying as if there are so many cups that we have been winning. <laughs> yeah, four, so, four or three. But yeah, uh, but we are expecting a seven tuple in the next season. <laughs> so let's see what Mourinho can come up with. But yeah, um, that that was the Everton game. Then the Bournemouth game, I think Harry Kane again one injustice scene happened in that match. Harry Kane had a clear penalty on him. Yeah, and yeah that that was a penalty. I mean, I mean, we yeah. deserved to draw the match. We were so bad. I I think I've, I mean, I, I it was a torture sitting through that match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. It was just. But but I agree, it was a bona fide penalty, and I have not even the faintest clue why it was not given. I mean, what? logic could the var guy have put in did it yeah, go to the var thing. by the way the var checked it yeah yeah of course of yeah, course yeah, yeah. he chose so, so what like, logic i mean i mean i mean i i can understand that the decision went against us okay but what is yeah. the logic that the var guy would have put in to say that it's not a penalty that's something think... we will never know because the refuse I... are never answerable to the media So in this ma- in that man I don't remember but was the referee looking at the at Hurricane and getting fouled because huh? if he was right then they'll call it they'll say that the referee saw the incident and he did not judge it as to be a penalty so it's not a clear and obvious error No 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 that but, but the whole the point of VAR is they can overturn these decisions yeah. if a referee deems it to be not uh, a penalty and then the VAR team can look at it and be like okay that is a penalty then they can overturn that decision Yes. But yeah, what yeah. these guys are doing is they're supporting their on-field referees. I mean, um, they obviously don't want to make bad, but we can't always like peddle that ideology. I don't know if that is the case, but in this case, that was a clear-cut stonewall penalty. He literally pushed him to the floor, and if Correct. he had not, even if he had not pushed him, let's just say he had not pushed him to the floor, that would have been a tap-in header right to the far post in, in towards the goal. That would have gone right. right inside the goal. So and also there was like there were two fouls in that penalty area, you know, in that just in that particular free kick. One was Harry Kane and one was Eric Lamela also. Like even Lamela was pushed, but that was that didn't get that didn't get as much coverage. Okay, I didn't note the Lamela one, but you know I couldn't, I still can't make out why that was not a penalty and and what logic a human being can apply to say that it's not a penalty. I mean it's a very difficult thing to do. So so you know I I don't know. I mean that was a real hard done thing and I know we were so bad that we deserved to draw the match. Uh we were actually lucky not to lose the match. You know uh, at the end I forget which player Bournemouth he he, he back volleyed the ball into the goal. Uh, it just came off the hand of another Bournemouth oh, player. Oh yeah right? Wilson Wilson like had an over Callum yeah that then... 90th minute <laughs> It hit Josh King's fluke, hand. Man. It hit his hand. <laughs> that was just pure fluke. Yeah, and my it was sheer God. fluke that it that it hit his hand. Actually, it deserved to be a goal. To be honest, right? So, so I think we we were we were we not only deserved to draw. We we were probably lucky to draw. We were so bad that match. Okay, but it's it's maybe karmic. 
but but yeah, we deserve that penalty and 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 of course, if he had the penalty, Kane would have taken it. If Kane had taken it, he would have scored. And you know, being a yeah, good Tottenham a fan, I always want Kane to score, right? So yeah. you know, one of my one of my uh, real uh, uh, you know regrets of this season is that Kane has either been injured or not been scoring enough, and and that's that's a regret I have. I always want Kane to score and score and score. He's had eight disallowed goals. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Firmino has not even scored eight goals. This guy has eight disallowed goals. But yeah, Firmino has a cup. And, I just uh, want to address one thing, Anirvan. I don't think we can look at what we deserve anymore under Mourinho. You know, <laughs> by that I mean our performances can be shit. But at the end of the day, we'll get a result. The same way, if the penalty had been awarded, we would have won that game, even though we did not deserve to win that game. And I have, and according to me, this is a, this would be a recurring theme under Mourinho. We might play like utter shit. We might give up most of the possession. We might have the fewer shots, but we'll just grind out a result. So we can't look at, you know, if we deserve to do, if we deserve to win this game, or if we, or if we didn't deserve to win that game, because under Pochettino. That was very prominent. We had so many games where we were playing out of this world, but then we would draw or we would end up losing. At that time, we'd be like, okay, yeah, fuck yeah, we deserve to win that game. But in, in this situation, it's the opposite. Even though we didn't deserve to come away with the result, there is a good chance that we will come away with, with the result just because of how, how deep we sit. And how we and play. You know, and, yeah. and at system. this stage, like when, when we have undergone so many of such results, like what Mukun said, so I think we all are fine with, you know, getting a win by hook or by hook. We don't care really now. I personally don't care as long as we win. No, I I, I remember, uh, and, and I don't know if you guys were, some of you guys were there. I, I remember uh, sitting in that pub in Indira Nagar and that FA Cup semi-final was going on. Uh, oh, we were playing God. Man U. We, oh. we went up by a goal and then finally we lost the match 2-1, if I remember it right. and. Mm. Uh, and and I think uh, Moreno was the coach of Manu, right? And 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 you know I I remember thinking that you know this is what we want. I don't give a damn if you know we play a, attractive football and all of that. You know, let's play ugly and win. Okay, something like that. And uh, and and I know I, I I thought it that way because you know I thought we deserve to be in the FA Cup final and I thought we deserve to. I thought we would win the FA Cup that year, to be honest. Okay, <laughs> so so there that was, was a point. There. there was a point that season where we could have won the treble, no? Yeah, Everybody yeah, was yeah. Like, we oh, were, we oh, were, oh. we were in in the mix for for a long time. Yeah. But yeah. but you know, at the end of the day, I also realize, and 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 I'm I'm okay if Moreno can get us a silverware, which we I think we haven't won since what 2008, right? League Cup. Yes. So. So, so that's a very long time, right? Nineteen ninety-one, if you think about it. Yeah, that's that's ten. No, League Cup, you know, ten years, and, and I think we won some other other League FA Cup. FA Cup in two thousand eight, and we have we have this bloody FA Cup semi-final curse. We have yeah, lost. Yeah, we, we, I think record number of FA Cup semi-finals we have lost. I believe. In a okay. row. In a row, eight. Yeah, yeah. and and and, and it, what it reflects is that we just had that lack of big game mentality and probably that marginally weaker team 
compared to the four or or whatever five big players though of course we have lost to it, it you know uh, you know teams that we shouldn't have lost to in the finals but the but the point is that you know i felt that i would i i'm okay you know yeah morino wins a silverware for us let him win the europa for us fa cup for us i think europa is easier than fa cup but you know let him let him win it for us and we play ugly and i'm okay to put up with it for one or two years but you know don't expect me to not complain about it okay uh i have been a spurs fan for too long and a spurs fan in the tradition of hoddle and gascoigne and osi ardiles before and and you know i mean i mean we are spurs we play attractive flashy you know football you know we may lose but we lose in style it's mm-hmm. a it's a personality of the club and it's a personality you know if you like i have come to identify with uh, I, for me it was an inherited support uh, fandom but i've come to identify with it so i will crib about it i'll enjoy cribbing about it but i'm okay if morino plays ugly and win silverware for us yeah it's like a, it's adding to the personality of the club right you can play nice football and all but once in a while you need to like play ugly and win yeah yeah but it, like if that's another thing right morino's team like uh i don't know man i feel like they 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 do create a lot of chances it's just a uh, little bit will be like that clinicalness is missing clinical play what is it? what no, i think i think go ahead no i mean like they don't um, you know like it's not see the thing with when when you used to play this kind of football with real madrid right he had like di maria ronaldo benzema and all, all these guys right and uh, ozil behind them and these guys could make this kind of football look very easy but our players maybe like it's a little more difficult for them to play with that much clinicality clinical what is the word clean that much finishing precision Kinesis. precision yeah precision. that much precision so so yeah so i think that is what is lacking and that i think will come with them playing together which is ironic considering that people like delhi ali harry kane sun uh sisoko and all have been playing together for what four years now sometimes it just looks like we don't have any chemistry only no is, i think uh, i think i think there are there are three things here okay and and before we go to the you know the sheffield and the nld and all of that uh you know the i i think there are three things here one you know you you saw the last match we are jumping matches but you saw the last match. harry kane got some opportunity he put them away even against sheffield he got one opportunity at the very end the consolation goal he stabbed it in okay if he gets service he's class enough to deliver his physique is not what it was uh, i mean he was never the fittest player around uh, but but you know uh, he the would shoot. get injured he would get injured so we need a backup okay i i think the way we have played it is that you know if you have harry kane he'll start every time so you can't get a second striker because no good se- good striker will agree to be a second striker i think that positioning is all wrong okay the positioning has to be that harry kane has to be preserved his career has to be elongated there has to be proper rotation and and therefore the second guy will have uh you yeah, know a role to play, to play right yeah. a role to play and and if that second guy can you know be a good uh, good attacking midfielder or a good wide player then he'll get even more chances if he's versatile right but he has to be a 
a, a striker. He has to he has to put away the goals. That's the fine the, the the main thing that we need in that second guy. Okay, so so we need that. Then what Mar all of Marino's teams are are based on a good defense. Okay, and that means a good well organized defense with all the constituent parts there with some backups and a good uh, you know pivot or 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 people like Kante or uh, Matic or you know some some central defender who can uh, break up the opposition and give protection in front i mean we had it great while it was going not only with the fullbacks overlapping rose and walker but also you know a double pivot first uh, dyer and dembele later on uh, Wanyama and Dembele for a season. Uh, we haven't got a very good uh, central defender. I mean, Harry Wings does his best, uh, and 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 he's a he's a he's a great one for Spurs. He he puts his heart into Spurs, just like uh, Skip. Right? They are our boys. Uh, they do that. But at the end of the day, you need. I mean, you may not get a Musa Dembele because he he's a he's a very special player, just like Ericsson was, but. You need somebody who who will who will be that central defender and spoiler for you and protect your defense and and basically give the team a very good defensive organization. Uh, Lo Celso is good. He he has his skills, but you know neither he nor Mora can play that central defense role. Okay, uh, you you need a proper central def uh, central defensive midfielder to give that protection and dominate the midfield which we have not been doing for a long time now morino will need the funds to get those gaps filled okay uh, primarily you know in 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 defense our our offense is not too bad primarily in defense if he does not get it and that my fear is exactly that because morino has always been used to getting a lot of money backing him and this is the first time he may not be getting that kind of money backing him. If he does not get it, then Mourinho will not be able to be a Mourinho, okay? Because his game is based on a very tight defense, hitting on the counter, and stealing the match. Uh, we can hit on the counter. Uh, the the last part, so the second part was about a defense. The last part was that our people in the offensive part, they have got to regain form. For too long, most of them are not playing according to their best or at their best. So Son, Ali, even, you know, compared to what he started with, there's a dip in form of Lo Celso, uh, Bergwijn, uh, Mora. You know, they all have to uh, start playing at their best and we have to find a replacement for Ericsson. Dembele, very difficult to find a replacement. Ericsson, there are players who can do that who who have vision who can pick a pass we have to find that otherwise again with too many teams we will lose points so so you know there is some five six players card rebuild that we have to do and it all depends on whether we have enough funds to do it i mean i think that one if we get one center back one um, cdm and one right back will be good for a season um or maybe no, more. Like, no, we, get will, like a... we will we will need a left back also left left full back also uh, davis uh -huh. is good but davis is good backup davis is not good as the first 
choice left full back look at robertson and then you will understand why he's not good enough ah uh, yeah he's no robertson but <laughs> but like the thing with the davies is that he, like in mourinho's this system he has to play he tucks in with the other center back right the two of them and him they make three center backs when orier goes to attack and uh, you know waste time so even well, so that role can needs to be like looked at immediately i think and I don't know who they should sign. I think Max Ahrens is decent, but um, I don't know if there is like somebody else in abroad who is better, who could suit the club. And I hope they do actually go and invest in somebody there. And for CDM, I think we are getting that Hoybier guy. I wish it was like some Milinkovic Savage or something. Who, whom but, are we uh, getting? I'm sorry. The Hoybier, the Southampton okay. guy. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Probably yeah, like a ex ex captain Southampton. Yeah, yeah. So I wish it was like some Milinkovic Savage. We needed but, uh, Ruben Neves. He is he is another CM only, just like uh, there's La Lo Celso and Ndombele and all. But but I've seen him do some very good defensive work. I've seen him do some yeah, very so good. Yeah, he he plays alongside uh, who? Moutinho. Moutinho plays as uh, as a DM for them. That guy he doesn't go front. Ruben there is Neves no designated play. DM in the Wolves side. Yeah. Both of them play box to box. Yeah, they they play Both box to box. They play box to box. Sit yeah. in the center yeah. and going up in front. But Moutinho yeah. is the one who makes the team tick. And I mean, if you look at the in terms of passing, the onus is on Moutinho. But Neves also helps out. I and in terms of the better player, it is obviously Moutinho. Moutinho is is uh, like a he's like a small tidy magician. You know, he's like he's like he's like exactly like Winks. But way, way, way better with way excellent better. pace, with excellent positioning skills. He doesn't get beaten so easily. Wings gets beaten so damn easily because he just commits and then gets beaten. That's the that's the problem. You remember we didn't sign Moutinho because we didn't want to pay play pay like some five hundred k. I I I I was about to say that there was a time when we were supposed to get Moutinho. <laughs> yeah, man, five hundred k. Avb era. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Avb also he was a. I don't know what to think about that guy, man. Like maybe if he had got Moutinho, it might have, it might have been. Why did he sell Van der Vaart, bro? What was the? Yeah, he actually wanted to leave, no? Did he wanted to leave? Because I think we sold him, bro. His wife did some shit, then the wife left yeah. him. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he loves Spurs now, yay! So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, maybe like, maybe maybe he wanted William Moutinho Hulk. Oh. Hulk, yeah. <laughs> that guy is irrelevant now. No, he's getting some four hundred k a week in some random Russian club. No, I think do that. Chinese league now. Then one million a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He and Oscar are earning money. Oh like yeah, him Demba. No, Demba. Who was the striker who went there? Oh, the Igalo. He came back, but. Carrasco um, went, but he came back. Ah, Carrasco. Yeah, and they they just like. That is one thing. Like for Brazilians, this football is like a job, dude. They'll just come, they'll make their money, and they'll go. That's so why people wonder, like you know, Willian and all, how we got scammed by that guy. Just more money, so he went off. Yeah, I hope we don't get Willian. Seriously, Willian. It looks like Willian. Uh, um, who's that guy? Coutinho, and uh, one more guy are going to Arsenal. What? No, no Willian chance. Willian is going to Arsenal. Could be. It is William possible. might be Coutinho and all. Dude, Coutinho alone they might get, but he sucks now, so it's fine. Hey, Coutinho is good. He's yeah, good, bro. I would take him any day. He's what? He's, he's world class. He's still world class. Ah, bro. He plays five games in a season, bro. Yeah, 
That's, that's because no, 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 no. He scored one long ranger once in a while. That's he's no, no, so I useless. Think, I remember. I don't think. No, no, I don't think he plays five games in a season, and he's a class player. But it's just that I don't believe Coutinho is the kind of player that Mourinho would want. And you know, he gets bullied by the Brazil team. The guy, he's the like the butt of the joke in the whole Brazil team. They throw cake on him, they pour water on him. They just he just gets bullied like crazy in that team. There's so many videos, Neymar and all these guys fucking around with him. But uh, yeah, man, like uh, what I remember that guy doing is like once in a while he'll turn up, he'll score one long ranger once in a while. And, like like Barcelona didn't want him to play. Bayern Munich didn't want him to play, and uh, Liverpool know, didn't want him. Yeah, Liverpool no, sold Liverpool. him, and they won Champions League. Everything they won. <laughs> so... Yeah, they won it with Coutinho money. They invested it yeah. well. Unlike yeah. us, we we bought players, the and the longest surviving player is Lamela. Oh, so that is never thought it would be him. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it would be Eriksson, yes. but. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't mind Coutinho, okay, but not at the bloody wages and the price which Barcelona wants us to pay. I mean, just because Barcelona yeah, yeah. were pulled off by paying such a big price to Liverpool, they want yeah. others to recoup from, like, to get the money from. And I hope we are not that like so silly to pay yeah. them for a big, yeah. big amount. No, we're we're not paying, paying. If you're paying like sixty-five, seventy million and all on one player, I would like hope that we would spend it on like that Milinkovic Savage, you know, a, a position a that we more, need. Or or Tonali. Now this Corona and all, you never know. Oh, Tonali. Oh, Tonali, da, not you go. He's on mad. But I thought Tonali is going and joining some other Italian club. No? Inter, he might Inter. go to. Inter he is, might go to Inter. Inter. He's a good man. I say in his. He's also YouTube videos. Yeah, I, think, I, I, I think the most useless, like a... most useless rumor out there is that we are going for Zani, uh, Zaniola. Zaniolo, I don't even know what he does, who he plays, what he does. He's a camp, he's a camp for Roma. He's a very good talent, supposedly. Yeah, yeah, he's supposed to be the next big thing in Italian football. Okay, in the tradition of a, you know, very high names are there around him, comparing him. Remember the Skirikesh? Yeah. Yeah. How can you forget? Yeah. How do you forget? Yeah. You know, I found out yesterday that he plays for the Sassuolo. Mm. I was shocked to see Juventus. Oh. Yeah, I was shocked. The highlights. <laughs> no, no, I saw it in the app, like in the lineup. I was like, "What the fuck? He's still there." Yeah, I mean, I mean, different people have survived in different ways. Yeah, Yedlin was playing for Newcastle. Fazio, Fazio. was like, a, you know, was a. It's in Roma. Fazio yeah. was with Smalling in Roma. <laughs> Imagine that. Smalling, dude. <laughs> Smalling is like a cult hero in Roma. It seems <laughs> too much. Yeah, hey, Smalling is supposed to be damn good. Uh, you know the Mourinho season. Smalling played out of his wits. He was damn solid. But that's obviously maybe because Mourinho's system made him look like that. Yeah. But when Mourinho like in that 2016-17 season, Smalling played damn well. He has bro. He has everything you need in the centre back. So in the Italian league, where the league is a little bit slower than the Premier League, he'll obviously excel. He thrives. He thrives. Yeah. yeah. I but but we need a very good. We need a centre back who is going to be the leader of the back, like like Virgil Van Dijk is for Liverpool, right? We have to. We Maybe have to the really... monster will be the answer for us. Yeah. Who? I highly oh, doubt yeah. we have the capability to invest in someone who's an end product. And plus, the the end products in terms of defense aren't so many right now. If you look at it, who is there? Koulibaly, 
and I can think of only one other name that's uh, Jimenez. Both of them are very costly. One is not even for sale. Jimenez is Atletico through and through. So you can't what, even what get someone. What about that guy that uh, that Dias? Uh, Ruben Dias. He's yeah. Ruben see, Diaz. he's also a prospect. But the thing is, he's super costly as a prospect itself. He co- he'll cost upwards of fifty million, which we don't have. So that's what even we don't have Mario quality Hermoso. options in terms of uh, CBs in the mark on the market right now. So we will have to go. So I, I think we have to we have to think a little differently. There's also some clearing that we have to do. Okay. I mean, by the way, I, I have forgotten now. Have we finally got rid of Wenyama or is he still in our squad? Oh, oh, he, went, he went to Montreal. Montreal Impact. Montreal Impact. Yes. Under, okay, good. Under uh, good. Theory Henry, is that is his, he is his manager. I thought no, there was Thierry one, Henry. actually we had one rising star in the academy who went to Theory Henry, huh? Uh, Binks. Yeah, yeah. Binks. Louis, I think it was Louis Binks. Louis Binks, He's right. He was... Uh, correct. He was he was he was supposed to be very promising actually, but but anyway, he wanted first team uh, opportunity, so good for him. Uh, I don't know. We we need we need to get one good, real solid, good center center back. Uh, that's what we need. Uh, this uh, this Cherry's fellow is is not a bad one to my to my mind. Okay. Okay. He's also left-sided, so yeah. that's good because Vertonghen is going to go. So we need a left left-sided centre back. To be honest, you think Vertonghen will go to Man City? That's the rumor. That will be very ironic because it is very ironic. I mean, he's not good enough for Spurs, and he's good enough for Man City. Oh, for Man City. <laughs> so it, it, it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, the other thing that that's, I... that's purely as a backup for Laporte. Yeah. ஒரு probably a like for like replacement yeah one cool i think they figured that it was a mistake to let uh, you know company go they could have used him for another one to two years probably but, yeah, but, but maybe we, we need to just do some clearing up and and get some money for the juan foets and uh serge aurier's serge aurier <laughs> yes see i i i mean I I feel a bit sorry for the guy because actually when you look at it he's fast uh, when he tackles well he does tackle well he does go up and down at the end of the day there are two problems you know I mean I mean of course there's fundamentally one problem which is his thinking abilities but but I'm sorry but then you know that expands into one he can't cross for nuts that he too. gets into positions that he can't cross time after right. time after time if he got a good crosser i mean the num- the amount of service uh, i'm mean, just see burkwine put in that beautiful cross yeah. right and kane scored <laughs> i was just about to say that like um, just before we get into the north london derby just take like, a moment to talk about the goal that we scored to go 2-1 up against newcastle right so um, burkwine got the ball and orier made the run to the way to the yes and, and fortunately and he then, didn't pass it <laughs> he was like no i'm not giving it to this guy 
<laughs> he just turns with his direction and puts on insane cross and we score it seems that is just that that said the story of the game man that was like no seriously man. if we if we just got a person who could cross semi decently okay not even brilliantly yeah. semi decently maybe a kai walker peters okay always hit the first man always man it's so irritating like i saw like um, i saw the liverpool game against arsenal and there was this moment where trent got the ball at the same positions that oria gets the ball okay and this guy curved the ball around the defender and into the box and oria just hits the guy the the, the first guy <laughs> and it will just get, become one corner and uh, speaking of corners let's get into the the big one um <laughs> So bro Mukund how shocked were you that we won that game Pianelli Yeah why would i be shocked because we saw we saw what we did against Bournemouth right Bro when when the derby form goes out of the window true but like yeah man i mean in a way uh uh what do you say it was like uh a little bit uh, unexpected considering how the mood around the club and all that but then yeah they when nobody expected them to win everybody had arsenal winning that match these guys actually turned up and uh, uh, yeah i kind of expected though... it i kind of expected it only because arsenal fans are so confident they're so confident that they'll thrash our ass and i know both of us share the same fate whenever we become confident about something no the fucking opposite happens So when those guys got so damn confident, I knew for a fact that we win, and it happened. Whenever any, even us, you no, know, when we get super confident, right, the next game we lose off. That's literally what he calls Percy. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah. Bro, when it comes to a derby, form goes out of the window. Just see the way we started. Our start was so positive. Lucas Mora from the get go. Yeah. He was on the ball. He was trying to make things happen. So. I was not surprised at all especially with the way we played everyone says Arsenal dominated possession they did this they did that ball but they didn't have any apart from Oba's missed chance okay which wasn't even considered as a shot in all these xg things they had no clear cut chances even Lacazette's screamer wasn't a clear cut chance it was outside the box with two people converging right on him and he scored the goal is damn good I'll give him that but there was no clear cut chance so uh we turned up for that game we played damn well our attack was brilliant we had so many chances so many chances yeah, yeah. if harry kane and son would pass to each other no <laughs> oh you know how they were wrecking mustafi in the end huh? kane was beating him for yeah. fun so many times they got down on the left beat mustafi got in the box and took a shot three times yeah. about kane once and i think son twice if they just had looked up and passed we'd have gone 5-1 But, yeah, there was this one moment where Kane, Sun could have passed to Kane, and Kane is just looking at him like, "Bro, that was just uh, too much, man." And uh, and yeah, like we won that game. We turned up for the. It was the passion, bro. It was there. It was back. Like Mourinho's dialogue was there. He was like, uh, "I said this to the players. I'm sure the Amazon guys would have <laughs> recorded it and all." Like when when you uh, when you uh, go for to play a derby game, you need to. put the skin of the fans on and you need to feel how the fan fans would feel and only then you should go and play and uh, yeah as a major motivation all he did so uh, we'll get to be we'll maybe that will be a highlight of the documentary morinho loves trolling the documentary man 
he just uh, have you noticed like once in a while he'll put one subtle hint about the documentary here and there amazon amazon he'll be keep t- he keep telling yeah morino morino is a showman i think the 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 philosophy he applies i mean first of all it's in his nature he's a extrovert and he likes that attention he's he he, he likes that media attention he's got a narcissistic edge to him but but i think philosophically what he believes in is that if he makes himself the story as opposed to the team to that extent he protects the team right so so yeah. so that's 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 the way he does but going back to the nld i mean i had feared the worst i'll be honest with you i mean i admired this sophisticated thing that you know be it arsenal or be it us the moment we are confident we lose and when we are nervous and underdogs we surprise ourselves i agree in a derby the form goes out of the window a derby is a derby uh, but but you know in the lead up to the game you know under arteta arsenal was getting is continuing continuing to get stronger and stronger better organized playing better football right and all said and done the combination of pepe and oba and lacazette and you know if sabalos and others bring their game to the table uh, you know it it can be quite a quite a side okay uh and and we were of course you know i mean i think we have talked about sheffield and we have talked about bournemouth so you know confidence was not exactly sky sky high and and i had feared the worst i had feared that this could be a real real hammering we will take uh, very very low expectations i had in that derby so not only was it a pleasant surprise and i agree with everything that was said the players played for the batch they turned up they actually executed morino's strategy well that 442 was a very good strategy against arsenal uh, they prevented the uh, wings from getting overloaded uh, even uh, you know orier uh, did not make a fatal mistake uh, and <laughs> kind of yeah <laughs> kind he has of only two problems he can't cross and he makes a couple of fatal right. mistakes in a match these are the only two yeah cuz that screamer came from orier losing the ball and running Correct. behind it so so yeah but but you know it was such a screamer that yeah. you know i'll say that it's not a fatal mistake it's just a it just happened it just became fatal by accident so <laughs> uh, i mean it was not a as stupid a fatal mistake as he usually makes <laughs> and uh, uh you know but then all's well that ends well and and you are right at the end we were the ones who who were getting the chances and you know uh, they despite their possession did not really get uh you know the, the obas oba would probably have scored that one the the one that hit the bar uh then that's the way you know the the luck of the you know the rub of the green goes right as they say And Davis's yeah. shot hit the bar too. Davis's shot, oh man, that guy saved it too. That Martinez, he got a yeah, hand yeah, on he, that. Yeah, he got ball. a hand on it. He got a hand on it to deflect it. And you know, it, it's just a matter of uh, you know inches and you know yeah. fractions of seconds. What a goal right? that so, would have been! Yeah, yeah. It's like all of our uh, fullbacks would have scored one-one screamer against Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Been nice. and 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 i uh, i remember commenting that uh, you know on the, on the chat uh, when we were watching that ga- game that you know i felt for kane because he really wanted to score against against uh, yeah. uh, the old have enemy been, right uh, so he's one of our goal. own i mean he understood it and then, and and then the nice touch at the end was getting skip on because and you know morino said at in 
uh, in the end that uh, you know he he has Tottenham in his blood, so he knew what this match was all about, and and that's again a very important thing, right? You need to have people who understand the importance about that match, about a derby, uh, play for pride, play for the badge. Uh, so so it was all the nice things coming together for us in an unexpected way, and I think that made it very very sweet. Not to mention, it suddenly gives us a shot at Europa, which before that we we were thinking we we were losing, right? So, yeah. So Pratik, all good. Pratik, how was your North London derby experience? Ah, uh, it was great. I I expected us to win because if people think we are shit, then Arsenal are shit here. I mean, they are way more consistent than us. I mean, three games they think like Arteta is God, then they crash and burn. So it is we. I mean, and with the you know all the hype and the build-up, and with Mourinho's pre-match talk, I expected us to you know win. It, like it was KG. It also uh, they all had few chances. That Lacazette goal was out of the blue. I didn't expect that at all. But he shocked. He shocked even his own fans, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we played to a strategy of countering, and after our goal, like after they gave us a goal, that Lewis, Murray, yeah. and Kolasinac, three musketeers of Arsenal, then then we were on the front foot. We got a lot of chances, and yes, even I'm disappointed it wasn't a bigger margin. But I expected us to win. It was a good. It was a good day with so much build up, and yes, I, of course I want us to finish above Arsenal, and. Europa is now different, but I don't. I don't want to get Europa also. It's a bloody dilemma. So at least we won. That is a good thing. I feel like I've eased into the idea of playing the Europa League. I don't know what it no, is. No, man. I, 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 I call this out. I mean, I mean, I am very happy. Come on. I mean, we are not. We are not like uh, Man U and Liverpool and Real Madrid who wins Champions League for fun, right? I mean. We the the European glory that we have had is in Europa. I mean, it was then called the UEFA Cup. Uh, that's what we won in the in the 60s and 70s, and then every time in 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 you know the early part of the decades, typically, right? Every decade, the early part of the decade, we would win. So, and sometimes we'd win a second one in a decade, and and uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, that's what we won. So it's our tradition. It's it's what we were good at. Uh, you know, we didn't win UEFA Cup ever. We never went to the final of UEFA Cup. I don't think we ever went into the semi-final of UEFA Cup uh, before before uh, you know this run. Uh, so 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 I I am not at all embarrassed or uncomfortable with Europa. I think we can win it uh, with Mourinho there uh, and and the best teams playing Champions League. Uh, I think we can we can win it, so that will be silverware, and that's very welcome. No, I'm not I, I'm not I, against the point that we can't win it. I'm saying, see, whenever we had a chance to win a title under Pochettino, I feel the you seasons where we had Europa or some other tournament, European tournament, occupying our midweek, you know, we screwed up in the league or in the FA Cup or somewhere. So, and with our you know limited squad, so many injuries. It doesn't seem feasible to play four or five competitions. It's like we we try to become you know master of one or two, but we end up becoming jack of all, and end up with an empty plate at the end of season. So I would rather put the eggs in few baskets, try to win it, and have a clear midweek. You know, because Europa for me personally doesn't make any sense. 
considering we are having a step down i would rather put you know the eggs in few baskets try to win at least like focus on the league cup and fa cup try to win those two but but strangely pratik you know what when you look at the pochettino system you know of diagonal passes to the overlapping full backs crosses uh hard you know you know high press uh you know a more dominating with a with a with a double pivot and focusing on 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 attack and fluidity and looks attractive right it's a very high energy system which requires phenomenal amount of fitness if you look at morino's system of a low block and defense and then the occasional counter moving very fast uh scoring with a center forward from crosses wide uh and you need a couple of good wide players and and a good center forward and then some backups for them i think uh, you know you will find that it takes less energy i believe that you know in the morino system we will have less less injuries than in the pochettino system because i think the pochettino system puts tremendous stress and 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 physical demand on the on the players i agree about this anirban uh, but the thing is even with mourinho on board since i think november i think we had a lot of injuries and we had lo celso out we had dombele out we had ali out we had son out we had even kane out i think i don't remember but a lot of injuries even burkwine out yes even burkwine out so i mean for now at least i don't see the injuries reducing and the second point is i don't see mourinho utilizing the whole squad you know like sesenyon is not playing dombele is barely playing so if he can take care of these two factors reduce the injuries and utilize the whole squad then probably yes i can change my stance about europa but on the current scenario i i would definitely not want it okay let me let me put the other one to you you know with chelsea getting based on everything that we are hearing at least getting ziek and werner right and probably a few others they have got him they have got the both yeah. of them already yeah and then uh you know manu with this pogba and bruno fernandes oh my god bruno fernandes so pogba and bruno fernandes and 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 then they'll add a few more around mason greenwood coming through uh they are looking good now they might get and, sancho and they may get sancho and and then uh, liverpool and newcastle anyway are in a class apart i mean it will take two or three years for them to i mean if if they totally crumble and there's no reason to believe they will given that klopp and uh, you know guardiola are, are are on on the button and they are financially well off certainly more than us uh, so but but if for whatever reason they totally crumble they would still take a couple of years to come down okay to to the levels of lesser mortals okay uh, so 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 united and chelsea are going up uh these two are right up there okay so that's the four you know that is that is clear which is going to be very very difficult for us to you know uh bridge the gap as it were and i don't think uh, you know i think it will be very difficult for sheffield to keep uh, you know operating where they are and burnley to keep operating where they are but you know arsenal under arteta is going to go up as well okay so we will have our job cut out to just have a fifth sixth kind of orientation in the league uh given the overall 
overall picture, right? And I don't know how well Wolves will do if Newcastle gets taken over with a Saudi money uh, backing it. Newcastle could become quite strong. Uh, we may not, we may have forgotten it, but they were very, very strong in the mid '90s uh, next to Blackburn Rovers. So, so the so the thing is that that you know we will we will generally see us struggling to just keep fifth, sixth. Uh, forget about challenging for the top four. Forget about challenging for the title. Just based on the reality of it. So Europa also gives you a shot at if you win it, you can you can make it to Champions League. And at the end of the day, if nothing else, I mean, first of all, I think we all like the glory of European nights and you know what we can do as underdogs. But the second is that uh, that you know it is it is important for financials. You know the the Champions League money makes a difference at the end of the day. So so playing Europa gives you a better chance of getting back into Champions League than just hoping to make top four in the league itself. That's my point. Well, I agree. I mean, there are pros of being in Europa, especially the money aspect, which Levy wouldn't want us to miss out on. But considering these two factors, which I said, you know, the injuries and the limited use of the squad, I don't want us to end up, you know, like with uh, nothing at the end of the season, like making us quarters of the cups and, you know, league form also crashing. If Mourinho can work it around, then yes, but I don't know. Considering the current scenario where he's, you know, sidelining players and injuries are still there. Let's see. I mean, the the summer will be very important. If we if we like strengthen our team properly, then yes, we no, can. I, I'm sure we will strengthen our team. Everybody will strengthen their teams. We will also strengthen our team. The only thing is, I hope we don't do it disastrously. Look at how excited we were all in the last, you know, window. And and just think about it. We got uh, Ndombele, who's our record signing, and I forget for how much, but I think it will be in the neighborhood of maybe 55. 56, 57, 60 yeah, million euros, 60 million euros, right, or 50, 55, 56 million pounds, right. And then we have Jack Clark, 10 million. I don't even know what that fellow is doing. Okay, uh, we have uh, uh, Lo who's at least done something. You can you can see him playing regularly he also makes an impact i mean he's at least a good buy uh you know is he a buy like uh impact of a sadio mane or a uh, salah or whatever no but at least he's a good buy and then you have uh you know sesenion 25 million injured half the season and completely clueless about what his role is in the team in the next half I mean, the only thing I would have thought of Sassinian is he could make he could have made a super left overlapping wing back. Okay, he had all the probably makings of it, but either he is not interested in playing that role, or there is no plan to invest him in that role. Barcelona wants him. God knows why they want him, because I don't think he has done anything to merit interest on their part. So either they have got a visionary somewhere who is spotting stuff in him that we don't see, huh? But but that's great, man. Then then sell him to Barcelona and get somebody from Barcelona, you know, who, who will strengthen the squad. That's a good thing. No, they have so, all 30 years left, right? Yeah, they're just trying to get rid of everybody. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, scammed. No, I'm, I'm... Uh, they actually got scammed by Juventus. That Artur guy. He was a good player. How would Rakitic be for us? Rakitic? He is again like, he's another say, CM, right? So he doesn't, we need a DM. So, if they could give us Busquets, I would take him. <laughs> <laughs> no resale value. So, you know, you won't have Levy yeah. buying. 
which is a pity. I mean, you you buy people like Ibrahimovic and Busquets, uh, not 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 because of uh, you know of resale value. You buy them because you want a trophy. You want uh, yeah. like like buying jan you want uh, want to close one gap so that you are tactically there for a silverware i don't think levy is there he's a bit more ambitious but i don't think he's still kind of philosophically there yeah coming back to europa league no uh, it was just uh, mourinho in his press conference he was like um, yeah we might be in this competition if we have to get all the points and um, i don't like it but if i am in it i might as well play it and uh, he's like uh, we won it i i played it twice i won it twice it would be a nice it would be a nice it would be it would be nice to um, win it a third time with tottenham so that's what he said about the europa yeah, league so that's that's fair enough right that's a that's a good statement to make from his side yeah. right and from my my side it's a, it's a damn good thing you you play europa you win a silverware uh, top teams are not there better chance of winning it you win that you make it to the ucl which is easier to do in my opinion than to finish in the top 4 in the league next year in terms of the gaps and uh, uh, you know and, and and a few of those group matches are good to blood your youngsters also lots of youngsters can be tried out so uh, so i think i think uh, it's a, it's a good thing for us it gives us a chance yeah exciting times Let's see what comes up. We have two more games now. One against Leicester, and uh, we can. I don't know. Like, uh... so what's a good what's a what's a good result for us? Should should Leicester beat Sheffield no, should or should win. they draw? What is a good result for us? We should win, and United should lose. <laughs> I was mathematically okay. working out how we can actually get to top four, but I don't think that's. And everybody should lose, and we should only keep winning. Uh, correct. No, I mean, and I mean, Wolves, we have to win our two matches. That's that's Wolves a given. That's that draw. we have to do. Wolves and Chelsea should draw. United should lose, and Leicester should also lose. Then we can fluke our way into Champions League. Then <laughs> that will be all or nothing. Major final day <laughs> documentary. But, but as we speak, Leicester is winning. So, uh, so oh. if uh, if Leicester wins, I mean, Leicester is through, uh, and you know. and then man u can be fifth or man u can be fourth depending on oh. how the last two matches go if leicester But, wins champions league confirmed though. no so no so 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 my point is that champions league is anyway not realistic for us so yeah. so it's better that sheffield and wolves fall by the wayside actually the only thing disturbing about liverpool losing to arsenal was uh, bloody nonsense so was that you know arsenal stays hanging within two points of us which is always dangerous it it puts pressure right we just have to screw up one match and arsenal wins two and you know i don't know what the goal difference scene is but uh you know we could see sent totteringham day specter back to haunt us so <laughs> apart from europa going so so it's a good idea if uh, both sheffield and wolves fall by the fall by the wayside and we comfortably get to a sixth place yeah be nice let's see what happens we have to play against uh, crystal palace and uh, leicester leicester and uh, brendan rogers mourinho has a special place for brendan rogers in his heart i'm but, sure but it, but, it, but there's a rumor that brendan rogers is having a tough time in leicester which was surprising i, I yeah, would imagine yeah he doesn't get champions league he's going to get sacked <laughs> 
Yeah, but that's that's weird, right? I mean, Leicester was, I mean, for Leicester coming fourth or fifth in a league should be a big deal, despite them having won it once, right? So, yeah, but they have a good team. I think like they have, they have a, a good team, good but match. but you know, aspirationally they shouldn't be there where you know they should be thinking of sacking Brendan for getting him here. But but the stories all over was that you know there are lots of issues apparently in in Leicester with Brendan. Oh, so they are like a victim of their own success, you know. I mean, they were like third or second before December, and now they have what like uh, how many? Seventeen points in fifteen games of this year. So yeah, that they, is they, they have dropped a lot. They have dropped off a horrible, lot. Horrible, horrible form. So maybe there are a lot of other things going on behind the scenes. Correct. Maybe the one good thing that I see is that this Madison fellow is gone, and. Uh, the other other is that uh, the Soyanku fellow is also, I think, not going to be available. Chilwell is also not there. Even that Ricardo Pereira is not there. Ricardo, that that would make no. a difference. Ricardo Pereira would be a good good buy for us. Yeah, they'll probably opinion. charge another seventy million for that guy. They hold yeah, they, that much. They stream. charge a crazy amount for Harry Maguire, right? Yeah, and he's nothing like Van Dyke, man. I mean, of he's, course he's, he's not, good. but 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 see, I, I firmly believe our real problem is uh, Steve Hitchens. Okay, I I really believe so. Yeah, we need to get some. We need to get that Ocampos, Campos guy, Luis Campos. We need to get we that need guy. to do a better right. job. I mean, right. I mean, how is it that Leicester right. gets Maguire for seventeen million and sells him for seventy million or whatever? Right. NDD. And, yeah, and NDD and, you know, I mean, their real miracle was Kante, Riyad Mahrez and, uh, you know, of course, Vardy, Vardy was not in that same year, but he, it, that was his breakthrough year. Prior to that, Vardy, who was a no-hoper, no he came in and two years he was settling down in Leicester. So, so I mean, I mean, we don't uh, seem to uh, do those things. We don't have like a... Good shouting. Little black box which uh, spits out good players on a regular basis, which are cheap. Yep. Yeah, I mean Liverpool has their analytics, and you know then this and guy you know, Dortmund man, Dortmund. They we, are the best example of that. See, we had Dyer, we had Ali, we had people coming like keep by which turned out to be good earlier. Even Rose Walker from the past. I mean, they have, we had good success, but now it seems like nothing at all. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Ndombele is supposed to be, uh, I mean, yeah, he is a superstar. It's there in him. Whenever he comes on the pitch, you can see it. But, uh, you think Ndombele would stay and will turn around in the second season in the club? I think at least for, I think at least for a season, we are going to keep him. We are not going to sell him because, uh, you know, the chairman doesn't want to sell him. So, mm. I think he's going to stay for a year. And... You know, I would hope that he would play against at least the smaller teams, not smaller teams, but like the weaker teams. So that, um, you know, it's like, uh, okay, not even weaker teams, the teams with the low block, whoever play like defend against us and just park the bus against us. Like he's the, like the, the, he's the player who can like create a chance to break that defense, like come up with something that none, none of them will even think of. So hopefully utilize him for that at least next season. Even like big games, of course, we know that Sissoko and Winks and they'll play the double pivot if we don't get another CDM. So, yeah. I think we'll get Grealish? No, I think he's going to. It's like, I think United are going to sign um, Grealish and Sancho. Not both. 
They won't have the money for both. I think, I think they'll get both. They have a lot of money, dude. Not they can get whatever they want. Paying everybody hard. Mm, yeah, but not like they'll still get it done. Like Grealish, probably they'll get get him on lesser money. Aston Villa is getting relegated, though. Most likely. Yeah, so they'll probably get him on like maybe thirty, forty million, which is like nothing for them. They'll probably sell one or two players and just like make it up. Ah, uh, if they get to under forty, then yes, they can get Sancho. Yeah, Sancho will be like hundred million for sure. Correct, one fifty. Yeah, that's can, like an average. We can, we can sell Aurier and Foyth, and we can get forty, fifty. Aurier, oh, I don't think anybody is gonna pay. <laughs> Maximums and twenty million, I think we'll get for that guy. Foyth, I don't even know if we'll get like fifteen, twenty for that guy. Yeah, so that's thirty-five, right? And you invest fifteen, yeah. and then for fifteen million, you can you can always get a good player, right? But if United, you know. Grealish will go there itself. Won't even give us a look. Yeah, I mean, if United get Champions League, then though for sure. If that's the question, then like, let's hope that Leicester can beat United on the last day. And uh, it'll be nice, bro. Like, if it was up to me, I would have Leicester, Wolves, uh, Man City, and uh, Liverpool in the Champions League. Rather so, than? Rather than United or uh, Chelsea. Chelsea. So... Just you know, just for the just to rub salt in the wounds of the fans, but I think Chelsea are uh, pretty much through unless something diabolical happens in their last two games. And yeah, Leicester is the only one looking like falling out. Yeah, just to just to wrap it up, since we started that way, we started off with Dunk, right? Mm-hmm. Being considered for a, as yeah. a defender for us. Yeah, and I just figured that Dunk is a Chelsea fan. Okay. Oh. Okay, then never mind. Aurier is a... <laughs> he he called his dog Didier something after Didier Drogba and his role model in life is John Terry. And even uh, Sissoko is uh, Sissoko is a Ch- Arsenal fan. Oh fuck! I, I I didn't know that. I mean, like they've taken pictures in the Arsenal shirt. You never know with these footballers, right? They would have done it just so that they can, like, you know, put something out in the market, like a hey, available. Yeah, yeah. Agent, the agents put a story out there. So that... Do that. I'm sure, like Aurier, he put up a photo in like the Arsenal jersey, saying like, "Hey, Arsenal, sign me. I'm ready," and all that. Uh, no, I think ninety percent of these French players are all fans of Arsenal because of Wenger and Thierry Henry and all the other Arsenal players. At that time, mostly yeah. on it. No, no one. Yeah, Arsenal has a huge French connection, right? Yeah, Giroud. Where's Mukun? Mukun. I'm here. I'm listening. What is your opinion on all this? <laughs> That's a good question on all this. Mukun, tell me who is a good youngster who will come through as a breakthrough for us in Spurs? I don't know actually. I think okay, this is purely based on what Mourinho is saying. But Dennis Sirkin or Sirkin mm. seems to be a good LB, and uh, Tanganga he's already established himself. But one guy who we haven't seen play right, Harvey White. Harvey I think White. He, yeah, as long as he's as long as his development isn't stunted, and I don't mean like physical development. I mean like you know the path to the first team. Uh, he might be a tidy, but I don't think he'll break into the first team exactly because we have so many midfielders and we are going to sign uh, Hoiberg also, so that's going to be tough. Uh, I honestly don't 
I honestly don't know if anyone can break into the first I, team I like Kane or Wings. I personally believe that if 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 Skip is not given more uh, play game time, I think Skip yeah, should be yeah. put out on a loan. Yeah, he should it'll, go out on loan next season itself. Let's yeah, just say if we get it, Hoiberg. If you get Hoiberg, Skip's position, his pathway to the first team is cut out entirely. Because Skip right. is a DM and Hoiberg is being brought in as a DM. And Skip as a DM isn't even getting playtime now. So once we do get in a DM, he'll 100% not get any playtime. So, may or maybe Mourinho sees Europa League as the competition where he can blood in all these youngsters and then starts playing them. Maybe that's an option as well. But uh, Skip should be sent out on loan. Tanganga should be sent out on loan. Sarkin should be sent out on loan. All these guys should be sent out on loan, unlike Kyle Walker-Peters. We just should not make the same mistake we did with him. No, and, and look, Kyle Walker-Peters is, has, has improved, you know, uh, since the time he, he started playing in uh, playing first team, right? I'm sure his confidence level is now much better than what it was uh, sitting on the bench with... Uh, yeah with us so i mean i mean it's not just about us it's it's about the youngsters and you know it, it's good for them to get some game time uh, it, it helps them i mean i mean uh, harry kane is a great example of a person who uh, you know who improved clearly with multiple uh, loan loan uh, stints so yeah yeah exactly they need regular game time they need to play first team football like the, right. right now, the only benefit they're having is that they're training with player, players of you know top six caliber. But then, if they do go out and play in the lower leagues in the championship, they'll be playing day in day out. They'll have match experience. They'll have match fitness. They'll they'll, they'll toughen, so many... toughen up. Yeah, exactly. And championship is a very very physical league. They'll yeah. know what it is like to play English football. So they need to go out and learn. Maybe even lower mid lower PL sides. You know. If they can guarantee a starting spot, that will be excellent. Mm. Like I, how Peters has got one now. Yeah, exactly. And he's playing pretty well on these. He's not playing bad at all. Against City, he had one damn good I mean, I mean he, he held his own against uh, Man U. He, he pretty much held his own. In the, in no, against Manu, he got uh, he got exposed a little by Martial and Rashford, but against City, you know, he kind of kept Sterling quiet. So against he's Manu. developing, huh? Against Manu, that Watrous is cross, man. I mean, the corner that he took, it was so good, dude. You remember, like the ninety-sixth minute, yeah. It was such a precise ball, bro, that he put exactly where it needed to go, and they scored like. Who in our team is capable of that, bro? Watros is a set-piece specialist. We don't have a set-piece specialist in our team. You, you, you remember Kyle Walker-Peters had one match in which he had three assists? Mm, yeah. Against Bournemouth. Yes. Okay. Assembly. 17-18, yeah. But, but looks like okay. uh, we'll, we'll probably use him as a make-weight in that... Uh, Hoiberg. How, 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 how do you pronounce his name? Hoiberg. Hoibiyag. Hoibiyag. Okay. Pierre Emerick Hoibiyag. Okay. Emil Emil. Pierre Emil. Emil. Yeah, it just came naturally. That's because the commentators say, no, here's Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Yeah. They do this, like, you know, they do this little, um, 
flair for some players you know even endombele he doesn't say never says the endombele is named normally he'll be like endombele <laughs> on the ball always notice that uh, i some hope endombele stays man and he really shows what stuff he's made up of uh, he he can be a game changer for us if he if he fires i mean it's not for yeah. nothing that people like barcelona and all are interested in him right i mean he has the barcelona bayern munich want him bayern munich wanted him Yeah, Man City. No, I was like maha maha pleased when I when I uh, saw that he had been signed. I mean, this was a this was a like a dream signing in many ways. Uh, it is just that this first season has been a total disaster. Uh, disaster injury wise, disaster fitting in chemistry uh, equation with first Poch, then Mourinho. Yeah, yeah. So so. you know i mean i mean it's been a it's been a absolute nightmare of a first season for him also for him yeah that's probably let's see if hoybier comes in then i'm, I'm looking along. at the bloody sheffield team and trying to figure who from sheffield can be good for us mm. but somehow no i'm not getting an answer stop. there no one no one no one from that team every single player in that sheffield team is a system player yeah they excel right. that, in that system exactly what it Yeah, yeah. But but you know this this Sheffield system is in my opinion an innovation. I I have never seen a system like this. The the way they attack is very nice to see. Actually, they'll just they'll all know where to be to get the passes, and they'll uh, and it's usually one of the defenders that scores the goal. And the goals are all spread out through the entire team. You know, I think the top scorer has six goals, and they're fifth. But that's the, also sixth. because that David McGoldrick has been. shooting blanks in front of the goal <laughs> they they yeah. play 352 right eight. they below us bro sheffield yeah yeah no no they so play 352 yeah they, if they if they win they go above us if mm. they draw on mm. goal difference they are same point goal difference we are above them if they lose they are one point behind us that's the equation um, so they are losing mm-hmm. right now 1-0 Oh, who are they? Who are they playing against? Leicester. Leicester. Oh, they're playing Leicester only. Okay. Okay. Oh, you guys are speaking about who is a fan of who? No, I was reading yeah. this one ITK. Okay, I mean he's. I can't say how uh, reliable the sources, but supposedly Max Aarons is a die-hard Chelsea fan. Oh, then let him die there. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. Let's get at all. Yo, we have two Arsenal fans in our squad. Chelsea fan is exactly. the other one. Are you Orion? We know that Sissoko was literally screaming for Arsenal to come get him when he was at Newcastle. Even Orion was like, "I would yeah. like." Both of them are it. Boss, let's get Adama Traore. Ah, how is he? Not, not at all. No chance at all. I think there's higher chance of that Saint Maximin going Saint to Maximin. Okay, no, I I just look at Traore and the number of times he just races past a defender and crosses the ball. If he just does it for Kane, Kane will be just scoring for, when I like nobody's business. He's built like a tank with pace. He's a cheat code. He's exactly what you call a cheat <laughs> <Yeah>. code. <laughs> cheat code. He has everything. At one point of time, he did not have one thing that is end product, and now yeah. he has that also. Yeah. 
I remember the Boro. Remember the Boro game we played against Son. Yeah, who we, we made one run right through the center of our midfield. <laughs> Went past everyone. Yeah, and he doesn't work out. It seems if he works out, he gets too bulky. Yeah. <laughs> no, apparently when we played Wolves at the end of the match, many of the uh, Tottenham players apparently went to. I think Poch. at that time it was still Poch. So yeah. so they went to Poch and said that we should get this guy Traore. Okay, he's just something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's young also. No, what twenty twenty two? He's twenty three, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So you are saying oh, there's no chance of uh, of wolves selling Traore? No way, no way. He will cost. Okay, let's just let's just take the let's just take the logical side of it. He would cost upwards of sixty, seventy million. We don't have that kind of money. So let me take what a break that? and check the trans transfer market. Hold on, what is Traore's price? Transfer market. See, transfer market values. Transfer market that uh, that site values are very skewed. They yeah. actually put the market value of the player, but then they don't. You know, the clubs aren't willing to part with the player for that low of a cost. Oh, so okay. you can't, you can't, you can't take that value at face value. You can't be like, okay, that is the value that Wolves will sell for. Okay. That is just their estimation. That's all. It's an objective valuation or a subjective valuation. Mm, yeah, you could mm. say that. And even even objectively, I don't think it's very close. Sometimes they get the values so off, so I'm not I'm not gonna rely on transfer market for the values. But I'm just saying, if Wolves had to sell, which they won't, because they don't, they're not in require of they're not in requirement of any kind of cash. Because from being promoted to the Premier League, they've made Europa, and now again they're going to make Europa or Champions League. So they in terms of finances, they're perfectly fine. They're finding mm-hmm. all these Portuguese gems from nowhere because of uh, because of Mendes. And all yeah. those guys are working out also. So every single one they're buying, they're just increasing their squad value. If they want to sell someone, they'll sell someone who's on the fringe. Like mm-hmm. uh, like last time they sold that uh, Helder Costa, who they didn't need at all. Even though he was a promising talent, they sold him to Leeds, I think. I mean, the buyout clause happened this like this this summer transfer window. But yeah, they will sell someone that they don't need. Priori is someone who's pretty integral to their team. Even though he doesn't start, he comes on and... Is definite to make an impact. He's so, a super impact. Something to hundred million, you know, sixty seventy is low for him. You know what his, uh, you know what his uh, rate is on transfer market website. What twenty five point five million euros. <laughs> uh, that is Thank you for letting me know. There's some some format issue I have. Okay, my transfer market rates are coming in rupees, and I couldn't Rupi- figure it out. <laughs> So, I, I, so know, it first said two point one two. It it I I I read it as two point one two. Okay, I saw two point one two billion. billion. That's very low. Yeah, then exactly. I saw then I saw two point one two billion. I said two point one two billion. That's oh. too high. Then I found that it's two point one two billion rupees. I don't know this at all. I was just looking at the two point one two billion. And I was like, are they talking about the club value? I'm not even understand what this is. Why is it in front of a player? So it just shows how poor we are now. <laughs> that twenty-five million is our two billion. My <laughs> wow. God! But yeah, but, I mean, that value is damn less. Who? They won't sell. For, they'll sell for minimum three times that. I think it's like a stat thing, bro. Like uh, they have a certain value. Look, I'll read out his stats. Okay, in thirty-five Premier League games, he's got four goals and nine assists. 
That's pretty shit. But then how, how is that shit? Nine assists is damn good. But I don't think that nine, that's nine assists this this season. No, is it like all competitions or just just Premier League? Just Premier League. Just Premier League. He doesn't have nine assists. He has nine assists, and and this website says so. And uh, at, at all competitions, he has played fifty games. He's got six goals and twelve assists, which is like eighteen goal contributions in fifty games, which is not that great. But the thing with this guy, this player, is that he will create the he creates the chance before the chance is created. So he's responsible for a lot of the good, lot of the good stuff that happens with Wolves. But he doesn't so, start many games, also. So you need to consider that an appearance is counted if he's on the pitch. Yeah, for Wolves, yeah, yeah. he doesn't start so much, especially now he comes on as on Who sub. Starts in this position. Dendon Kerr. No, no, no. So, Wolves, if they have to play Trevor, you know, they change the formation. They play a 3-4-3. Mm. Three, three. Okay. If they don't uh. play Trevor, they play a 3-5-2 with uh. Uh, Doherty on the right-hand side and uh, uh, Shota and Jimenez as strikers. If he they plays play a... left wing-back, no? Who? Uh, sorry, right wing-back. He plays right no, no, wing-back. No. Even, yeah. with, even with a 3-4-3, three, three, Doherty still plays. Okay. It's just uh. that uh, one of uh, Dendon right I think yeah, yeah Donka right. comes out. He's a, he's a right winger who sometimes plays a right attacking midfielder. But but I I was also impressed by Saint Maximin here. Yeah, I yeah. would much rather go for him. Maybe his he's value is like around 40, 40 million. He would be yeah. an upgrade on Lucas. Even though Lucas is playing extremely well, like Saint Maximin is everything we want Lucas to be. He has pace. He has excellent dribbling. And and I didn't expect this, but his creativity is excellent. He was stringing passes left right. He also, he also passes right well. He also passed yeah, well. Yeah, he was stringing he passes left right and center. That's okay. Shoot. As long as long as you have Kane and Son to do the shooting for us, it's fine. You know, if Saint Maximin could be taught to defend well, he could be a Dembele replacement. Right back, huh? No, no. Saint Maximin isn't a CM. He's a left winger. He's an out and out attacker player. He's full full skills. He is. Like I don't think I'd expect him to defend at all. Yeah. It's like, asking, it's like literally asking Lucas to play center mid. Yeah, but, but that's what we are doing. We are we are asking Lucas to play box to box actually. Uh, for that matter, we are asking Son to play in the hole for some time. For, which Dele Ali used to play. That is fine. Like the Lucas plays as a winger. And yeah. like against Arsenal. Against Arsenal, huh? no, new, yeah, against Arsenal only. He was playing that left wing role where he was playing those long balls. Like I never knew that he had that in him, like to find a guy from, you know, from deep and all. Like from midfield, he would pass straight to Harry Kane. Did it twice in the game. And, that was a good yeah. ball. That was a good cross to Harry Kane. Yeah, he did. He, he's uh, when we play to his strengths, he's good, man. When when we make him play in that. Uh, in the whole, right? Like as a supporting striker, he's he's just terrible. That seventeen games, seventeen games, he's got one assist, and those seventeen games, he's been playing in that hole behind Harry Kane or something like that. He hasn't had any let's, let's put in one one controversial topic, okay? Here, I just just argue the hypothesis out. Dele Ali doesn't have a place in the Spurs scheme of things anymore. What do you think about that proposition? Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be there. He's, um, well, I think he's like Mourinho's I, a, a typical Mourinho player. And uh, if anybody, I think it would be like, you know, either Wings, uh, probably not Sissoko, but Wings might probably drop out of the team for uh, Delhi Ali and uh, Los Elso. I think we saw that also in one of the matches. I forgot which one. But uh, yeah, that, that 
I don't think Blosel so like Dariali is going to be straight in the team once he's fit. He might not because... be straight back in the team, but he will definitely be an important player. Even you take the four four two, he'll play where Son played, and yeah, Son will bench either to... one of uh, Lucas or Sissoko, because he plays as a winger and the other one will play on the other side of the wings. You take the four two three one, Ali will play in that hole behind Son. So I mean, sorry, hole, hole behind Kane. And uh, believe it or not, Ali is extremely creative. He he yeah. knows he has excellent vision. He can string a pass very well. He can pick out a person very well. He so, had a fantastic even... understanding with Kane. They had a telepathic telepathic understanding. Yeah, yeah. Even he's not like he has no place at all. It's just that now, since there are many midfielders, he has to fight for it. So I hope he comes out better. But yeah, he will have he will have a role in this team. And he has, he has very good positioning also. I mean, he's, see, we always lacked a midfielder who, who used to score the goals for us. And ever since Ali has come, we have a midfielder who does score goals. And he has been a constant throughout the season. And see, he will be shit for a long time, but he will come up with a goal. Like, example, the United game at Old Trafford. I mean, he is the big game player, man. He is one of the big game players in the team. That goal when and, and, out of nothing was amazing. So he can do all this, and there's a, there's always a good spot like there's a spot for him. But of course he has to work hard now, considering we have so many players. And it's a good thing to have competition. So he will be here. Yeah. So whom whom will we move out to create space for new people coming in, apart from Warriors? Who are the new people coming in? Like in terms of you say in terms of midfield or right? No, right back. Mm-hmm. See, right now we have only one specialist right back, right? So we need a backup. We need two right backs in that position. So if you get Max Irons and don't sell Aurier, it'll be perfect. We have one, we have two right backs. The same way on the left hand side, we have Davies and Sessegnon. Although Sessegnon is a little more attacking, so if we play Sessegnon, we'll have to play probably Tanganga on the right. But for almost every position, we have two players who can fit that position. We won't have to move Aurier just because we get a right back. If we do move Aurier, we'll have to get two right backs then. Yeah, we just need like a better. Like Aurier didn't get the number two, no, so I'm happy about that. Hey, <laughs> numbers don't matter one bit. Hey, it matters, bro. He's paying respect no. to Kyle Walker for having. No, like Trippier took the number two. He was the main guy, yeah. and uh, it's just they just left it empty. Levin went from Bale to Lamela, bro. I don't know how to feel about he that. He was a replacement, no? He was supposed yeah. to be scouted <laughs> as the Bale replacement. He <laughs> cut in from the right. Shooting. Oh my God, I saw those YouTube videos. Of ah, yeah, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. The ball was stuck insane. to his feet. He used to dribble, pa, put rings around players. He was so damn good in highlights. But, yeah, I think that's Baldini just scammed us, bro. That Franco Baldini royally scammed us. Chadley, bro. Hey, Chadley was see for the for the shift he put in, no, for the output he had, he was very yes. good. Okay. There's one more Sissoko on the wing. That's all he hey, was. Bro, at one point one I think he had better, he was better than assists. Sissoko. Come on, he, he was better than Sissoko. Nasser Chadley <laughs> was better than Sissoko. He was the most infuriating player in our team, you know, because he was this tall, slow, not very agile winger. Which was just not the profile of a winger. You know, you need like a fast guy who can who has a low center of gravity, who can like beat a man. 
that's what you want to see in a winger right like this guy was none of those things all he could do is like curve the ball into the goal once in a while I remember the chelsea goal also newcastle you're talking about curving means newcastle he scored on curve ah, that was, in that yeah, yeah, yeah. victory yeah 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 but yeah the delhi has also has done that in one game forgot watford yeah uh, that was a nice nice goal but yeah but yeah but uh, now you can see the difference right with bergwine coming in is just like when he gets the Burke ball some good bergwine is good so we yeah, have enough wingers i don't think we need wingers anymore wingers aren't the problem yeah lucas bergwine son and lamela also can play on the wings that's both i hope we get that guy back that marcus edwards Marcus hey, no, uh, why do we need Marcus Edwards? He killed he killed Arsenal on his own, bro. When <laughs> they played in the Europa, Europa League. League, some random team, they, Marcus Edwards was gone and he killed them. I mean, they lost the tie because Pepe scored like two free kicks, I think. Yeah, but, but yeah. Uh, Marcus Edwards they beat him. I think he he gave the assist for both of uh, his team's goals. Uh, yeah, something he did. He was yeah he was good man. So hey, yeah, I, I wouldn't he... take him, bro. He would be a waste. Who will he come in? Like, we have to spend six million, and who will he play in tra- uh, instead of? No one. No, he can't displace anyone in this team. No, he what, has that. What will this guy Jetson do? I mean, what is the ah. role that he has? <laughs> you know, his role because his role diminishes the moment Hoybier comes into the squad. Where does he play? The whole point is left wing, right wing, and all. But he told me that he can play so right full back. Jetson was a. Uh, because of the injuries now we are fine without him for now emergency uh, i don't know man like, so man, he's he, like a very he's 50 he's like million a very skillful sissoko without the tackling that's what he is he's not box to box plays there only yeah he doesn't play that part i feel like if he gets to play a few games in at cm then he would like probably like gel with the team and like start you know performing but uh yeah, bro he's literally the guy who needs a loan <laughs> <laughs> oh man we have to loan him out bro loaning out a loanee come on bro, he has a, he has that potential if you see he has flair on the ball you know he's yeah. very calm soothing yeah. on the ball good to look at but he has good chances he passes the eye test very important no you see you see you guys are forgetting the the context when we signed him okay we signed him in like when we had so many injuries so so called yeah. out so so called out yes exactly needed him at that point now like three months of recovery we can't start him at least that's the yeah. situation if the covid hadn't happened then this guy <laughs> would have probably been playing right now <laughs> true true season yeah. would have finished the Well, the match, the season for us as our first choice or second choice midfielder. Yeah, but we hundred okay. percent won't be signing him, taking on let's, that bye clause. Okay, okay. So before we wrap it, let's do one round of this. And Unni, why don't you go first? If if you were to sign one player in the window, like one player mm-hmm. who you think will make a difference to Spurs, any position. Mm-hmm. Who and 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 a realistic one. I mean, it 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 can't be Messi, oh. for example. So, okay. you know, who would that be? Uh, say realistic. Then, uh... I mean, realistic doesn't mean cynical. Okay, that Levy will not sign anybody. So no, no, no. I mean, I was just thinking like putting Europa League into con in the into the context. You know, like if we had Champions League, we were probably I I would have said uh, Milinkovic Savic. 
because goddamn he's too good and um, but yeah if you were to see just, consider just, tell the me, just 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 tell you know because this is a podcast i mean just tell a little bit about milin milinkovic savic i mean what role would he play how would he fit in oh he's an out and out defensive midfielder man he is uh, he's he would he would be the like the single holding player he can play alone there he's the, he does that for lazio and um, um he's he's good on the ball he has a good he has a good uh, he has great vision actually i should say from the back he can defend he's just like matic like you know matic but a little more refined and can find a better pass he's just like that he doesn't screw up in like i've seen like lazio games here and there once in a while but mm-hmm. you know unlike watching uh, Koulibaly, who looks average whenever I've seen him. This guy actually stands out. So, you know, he is like the DM to sign. Bro, but I have to say, he's, he's not an out enough and fast enough. He, huh? Yeah, I mean, like, like at, at the, the way he play, plays is like, he doesn't need to be that fast also. He's got enough pace, but he reads the game so well, you know, like, the, like he's like Fabinho. Like, you, do you remember when the first time we went into the Champions League with Pochettino, we played against Monaco, went to the final, right? And uh, they had, uh, like, if you remember the games against us, yeah, I was saying, yeah. So, if you remember the games that we played against Monaco, it was that one guy, Fabinho, who was just killing our attack completely. He would not let us go through only. Like, it was so pissing off to see. He's not, somehow he's not that good anymore at Liverpool, but but yeah, but yeah, he is basically that kind of player, but who, who can also pass. Bro, I have to so, say, yeah. he's not an out-and-out DM, but he, he is, played proper a DM, bro. See, he's a proper box-to-box. Okay, at least at the last two seasons, he is an attacking midfielder. He was always on the score sheet, bad. always. Last two seasons I haven't seen. Now, I think this was three seasons back that I saw when he was uh, in the Europe. No, no, somewhere. the only time he's playing DM is this season. So this season, I forgot their coach. I think Pipo Inzaghi. He or I forgot bro, who it was. Okay, anyway. He is you know, he's given him a more he's given him more of a defensive role. But he's still not playing like out in our DM. He's still like, you know, he's proper boxer box, bro. But with very good defensive qualities. If he's asked to sit back, I'm pretty sure he can do a very good job at DM because he has that capability. Yeah, yeah. I remember very well, like uh, some. I think it was some Italian league match or something that I saw. This guy was just so he was he was standing out, head and shoulders above the rest of the yeah. the players. Uh, he has mass, he was... insane control. He's strong. He's built. Yeah, yeah. He's very good on the ball. He doesn't have to have pace for his role. So yeah, he he would be my dream signing if we had Champions League. But there's no way we're getting him. Um, I he would, may, I would, he may. Uh, Tottenham is a big name. He may still come. Oh, I mean, uh, he's too is, expensive and we don't have the money. He's upwards of 80 million easily because of how good he is. He's upwards of 80 million. Yeah. Also, I have to say, if he does come now, he will replace or he will be he will be playing instead of Tanga and Dombele because that's the kind of player he is. He's very creative on the ball as well. He easily breaks lines. He picks out the right passes. Long balls are insane. He can mm-hmm. He can beat his man. He wouldn't be put like right, uh, what is that, in front of the defense because we'll be kind of wasting his talents. But imagine the situation is three man midfield with Lo Celso, the Endombele, and this guy sitting back. So this guy can pass spray balls from the deep, and Endombele can drive forward when needed. Lo Celso can be the attacking guy who links everything up, you know, playing the Ericsson role. And the Sun Kane. We'll have Burkwine and Son on the two flanks with Kane center forward. So that will be like, 
that will be like a midfield to deal with you know so i would hope that we could see something like that we maybe the hoybier could be might see i don't know <laughs> but even, even that when when one article came linking us to sms no yeah the whole, the article itself said jose mourinho dreams, dreams. of signing <laughs> like this <laughs> I know dreams if you like these guys went and asked the body which player do you side think about fucking signing dream about signing it seems what an article bro but still <laughs> but it's very realistic because that it'll be only a dream yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so that was that was unni pratik how about you pratik will now set tonali no no tonali he won't come <laughs> all the italian guys won't come to premier league at least for now I would I I really can't think of anyone right now because transfer window I have not given it a thought with all this corona and all those god knows who we can sign actually but I have I'm reading about this York this Hoyleberg and he seems a good buy you know for the price and considering we need a dm if not sms then get this guy player bloody dm and I get a get a rb get a striker get a dm bus all three I don't care whoever Mourinho wants that's all i care because i don't want him to complain you know that i didn't get the support and all that crap give him the players he wants and let him have the control and get us some fucking trophies man i don't give a damn seriously get the player the coach wants simple yeah hopefully okay. we can do that that, that sounds logical mukund okay so i think we can all agree that our most important position that we need to fill is dm as much as we hate aurier okay he does a decent job decent enough job that we don't have are to... you suggesting audier for dm i don't know rb rb isn't as much of a priority as dm that's what i am suggesting so considering that we knew need a dm very badly i have to go with only one guy who have picked up before on this podcast dennis zakaria zakaria oh, oh okay hmm one should let back one should let back Purusha mentioned that like he is the perfect guy to shield our defense. He has an engine on him. He does not stop running. He's that work. He's the, he's exactly like what Mourinho would want. What Mourinho would want in a player. He sits right in front of the defense, shields them, has insane interceptions, has insane uh, what is that tackles. Is very very good on the ball. You know, for DMs we usually look at them as uh, these kind of uh, these kind of players who just tackle and get the ball immediately out of their feet. but uh, zakaria is excellent on the ball and he has insane pace you wouldn't associate pace with the dm either you look at matt it's fabio you, know, you don't you don't think these guys have pace but zakaria has insane pace he's 63 so he's a physical beast he oh. yeah. sounds perfect he is perfect the only thing is he'll cost upwards of like 40 million and that is fine is not bad at all you know but yeah. considering how we are the one, how we are the ones spending 100% it won't happen but if we did have to get someone it will have to be Dennis Zakaria okay mail it in Martin Gladbach mail Levy and Muriel right and Muriel right because we are paying 25 for Hoyle in Soilberg play that pay that 15 million extra and get the Zakaria right that to no we don't do we can't pay 500k extra for Moutinho bro what you're saying 15 million and all no way Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dennis Zakaria is the actual dream signing. But yeah, I was just talking about my dream signing, my right back. I think I think right back is the most important uh, position. Why? Uh, we yeah. don't even have a DM. We at least have a right back. No, the thing is that this guy 
bro if there was one guy who could cross no was playing there we don't need only dm bro like you can play with wings and sissoko fucking dombele okay this guy can this guy can if we if we want trent alexander one yusuf atal somebody you give who can play there who can cross who looks up and finds a guy or at least places it puts it in a good area because they always get into good positions bro the right back i mean or i don't know if that's his ability to get there or if the system is making him go there or what it has but, to be the system it, it is only yeah. the system you know no davy stuck center left center back yeah, yeah. whatever else like center yeah. center back and then davinson santos right center back and then or yeah. what is that order keeps going up front if you see right. the last two games right mourinho tweaked the system in such a way that order is not that involved in the final ball especially yeah. in, against arsenal he did put in three crosses okay i'm not going to say he didn't but his involvement compared to previous games he wasn't up yeah. there on the pitch So yeah. if Mourinho see if Mourinho can tweak a system just to get the best out of his player if he thinks that Aurier is not good enough to be in the final third putting in the balls and he tweaks the system and it works we don't have to get an Abi an Abi wouldn't be our main priority in both systems in both the 3532 in attack or 343 in attack system or 4231 we do need a DM a DM is that one guy who gives us defensive solidity We, even though we are on our way to getting there we if we do get that dm we'll be completely there so i still think dm is now absolute number one priority we need a guy who intercepts who tackles who breaks up play the only one who i think can do it efficiently is sissoko but sissoko isn't even a dm he's putting in a mad shift but his numbers could be way better if it was a out and out dm his numbers would be way better So if we do get that DM, we will have a side that Mourinho envisions. We will have that proper defensive structure. At the same time, we will let all the players in front of the DM just focus on attacking. Even though they will have to track back because Mourinho expects them to track back, a DM can cut off so much of their defensive responsibility by just doing his role. I mean, like, yeah, it depends on what the system only, no? So, yeah, if Fourier is going to be... Uh... not attacking that much then i mean like yeah they didn't even pass it to him yeah i mean but, even but, then orier has to improve on two areas he occasionally has to get that cross in and he has to occasionally not make that mistake <laughs> that mistake man he both the mistakes no he made two mistakes for our two goals one is lakasets goal and one is richie's goal also yeah oh, richie no true ball bro what a true ball <laughs> You didn't even know Richie was there. One three sixty swivel turn he put on through ball. No, no. And the best part was Sissoko had the ball with him. <laughs> he couldn't he just run anything. Like come on, score one goal. Like two assist. And that too. Like I don't know, man. It, at least till that moment, I felt like he was on it. He didn't make any mistakes. And then it just like. I don't know what would have been going on in his head man like thinking like considering everything that happened to him that week the, this week and uh he's him deciding to come and play for the team regardless of what happened it's pretty crazy so he but gets so much shit you know like so much shit from our fans but yet he chose to play yeah. even when he could have taken a break no, but that that's so a coping I kind strategy. of like him for that's that. a, no no that's a, that's a coping strategy it was not anything to do with the club it was yeah. you know no no not with the club i'm saying he chose strategy. to come and play yeah no no but what i'm yeah. saying is that it was his coping strategy it was not about him having that extra professional commitment it was you know some people if they have a loss like that i mean they would like to work you know you just drown yourself in work 
so that was that was what it was for him but good for him good for him that he that he kind of did it he certainly deserves respect for that so good you know for me by the way i i, I agree with you that the central defensive midfielder is the most important role that we need to fill i agree with you on that but you know if if there was one position that i would like to see a real good player uh, you know it is a uh, because jan vortogen is going away and and i don't think we have a replacement for him so it's a left left sided uh, center back uh, who can be a who can be a real great presence we have that is aging we have diarrhea <laughs> I, I forgot that that dire love affair, uh, you know, that somebody had. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so like I said, I mean, I, I told you my philosophy, right? I think Dyer is a great squad player because you can use him as central defensive midfielder. He can slot in into a back three, uh, you know, and and in an emergency, you can push him in as a as a as a centre back in a back four as well. but i don't think he should be and it's unfair to him to make him a uh you know a, a number one central defensive i mean a center back uh, and and so i think we need to buy a center back and then you know it and and then if you look at the successful teams they have really splurged money on a on a defender uh you know laporte virgil van dijk uh uh maguire you can debate whether each of those were worth that much money and all of that but at the end of the day uh you know people are spending money and they are benefiting from it because they are getting a real good uh you know defender around whom the defense is then built right and and so so you know be it ruben dias i mean i i won't go to kolebali because that's probably not going to happen but but a ruben dias or a upamecano or a uh and, and and on the lower side uh, nathan uh you know ake you know i mean i mean uh, i i i think we would do well if we can get a left sided center back but i agree the central defensive midfielder is the most important uh, position to fill with a good player in the team because we don't have one Yeah. So on okay. that note. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Who did you you said you wanted to re- wait for oh, SMS correct? I thought you wanted to replace Aria. I mean, yeah, like in the dream scenario where we are in the Champions League, it would be SMS, but if we are going to play in Europa League, then let's sell Aria and get somebody else. Who? Atal or Arens. Forget the fact that he's Chelsea fan. It's fine. He's a good player. But but these guys are maybe minor upgrades on Aria. they won't transform the squad like it will make a difference bro like you'll get more crosses in bro right so, now in- yeah, yeah i mean i mean i mean i mean think about think about this which liverpool fan knew that trent alexander arnold will make a difference to them or robert you could see you could see that he had mad delivery when he broke through for the first season itself the ending of 2018 and beginning sorry yeah almost ending of 2018 so i mean his delivery was he, always he good he brought energy And plus, he's a youth product, so obviously, Liverpool fans love him. Like that, Henderson covers for him so much. Like he doesn't. He also, he also has something very similar. If only yeah. we had TAA putting in the balls. Exactly. So let's get Max A. 
but yeah if you had a dream rabi it would be ricardo pereira he has yeah. everything that we need he has the physic i mean not physicality but he has the stamina he has the technicality as the ball skills he does he's not afraid to take and, on and, his and, and that that brings me to the other thing you know so that's a great position to fill the other position i would like a replacement for is steve hitchens so <laughs> i don't mind so steve hitchens he's not bad at all it's just that the all the oh, how do i say this the small signings are the ones that get a lot of attention like gk and clinton and jai all these guys even though we've spent pennies to sign them relatively they are the ones who get the most attention we should be focusing on uh, toby alderweireld victor vanyama karen trippier right now giovanni lo celso tanga and dombele maybe and dombele we can't call it a success yet but uh, musa sissoko sissoko <laughs> over time sissoko is a success yeah i mean it took two seasons <laughs> but at that remember all the lord sisu jokes that we used to crack yeah we made up that oh musa sissoko as a way of mocking sissoko yeah exactly and now it's like he's like he's like it's like in folklore first folklore yeah. and and he's so popular in the in, among the fans sissoko yeah. he's very popular he's amongst the legends also he got that last year he got a uh, player of the year award legends player of the year Is it? I, I didn't the know legend. about that award. <laughs> yeah, there is some legends player of the year, and so Coco College. Okay, we are going to win the Europa. So yeah, on that note, we will uh, catch up with you once again after the season is over. Hopefully, we are not the laughing stock, laughing stock of the season, uh, as usual, uh, this time at least. And uh, so yeah, Mukund, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Mukund M R N. Anirvan, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at Ambo Anirvan on Twitter. And Pratik, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Flash of Thought. And I'm your host, Oni. This has been White Heart Radio podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please hit that follow button and help us out. And uh, as always, come on, you Spurs! Come on, you come Spurs! Come on, you Spurs! <laughs>